0: that's w dot dot com forward slash WTAF.
1: This podcast is sponsored by the Old Calf Siren Sister. For table bookings, reservations or further information, telephone 0756-839-6585 or 01285-651-484. This podcast is sponsored by Stony's Restaurant and Bar in Science. great food and friendly atmosphere, check out www.stonies.co Also you can telephone them on 01285 i 006.
0: I'm Martin McClough What the actual
1: fuck? Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year <coughs> What? Daft cow This is just ridiculous
0: what the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers? Welcome to another edition of a this country podcast. Now, we're going to start off uh, our weekly editions for the foreseeable future because we're going to go through... All six episodes while I pick my nose. (laughs) (laughs) We're going through all six episodes of series one of this country. Now, we did think about maybe doing a commentary, but because there's so many gags and stuff, it might be a bit easier just to talk in a free-flowing way about the episode and going through what happens in each episode and what we like about it and stuff like that. I say we because I'm here with... Pankas
1: Pal. Pancas Pal. Hello. I'm just a pal to it now. Uh, I'm being demoted as we speak. He's the man who runs faster than
0: slugs and loves Midsummer Murders more than Reverend Francis. It's our good old friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Good old friend. Welcome back to the shed. Yeah. Neil. I'm I'm very rarely in here. <laughs> I've been demoted. Oh, dear. I think you know what I think. I what I think what has struck
0: me is because you're sitting opposite me now instead of sitting next to me. Yeah, which, which makes it's a you weird dynamic, like isn't yeah.
1: it? I'm a guest now. Yeah, it
0: means I can actually see like your face. I only thought you ever only ever had one half of your face. I know.
1: I'm like one of those people, you know, where one half's a woman, one half's a man. Yeah. So Moon I can be face two people.
0: Moon like Simon Cadell. Yeah,
1: Cadell. <laughs> <laughs> a,
0: there you go, youngsters. that's, that's a name for yeah, you. And Simon Cadell Heidi hi, <laughs> Heidi Ho. Oh. Okay, so we are talking about the first episode, Scarecrow. Now, uh, you can call this a pilot episode, I it's, suppose? Y- well,
1: uh, either way, it's an introduction to the, the series, isn't it? It's, it's not, it's, uh,
0: yeah, because I was would you class Kerry uh, as the official pilot episode? Or...
1: Well, no, because nobody's ever seen it. And whether they do or don't, uh, God only knows. But um, no, I would say this is the pilot, this is the launch this is it. We'll, I don't think we'll ever see Kerry, will we? No, maybe not. We'll have to ask Daisy when we speak to. Her. No, no. I
0: mentioned as I mentioned to uh, Nibsy last week, as we released this uh, this week.
1: Yeah. So last week I was co-host. This week I'm I'm just a guest. Yes,
0: and welcome back. It's lovely yeah, to see you yeah. again. Um, the one thing that struck me about this episode was the fact that it didn't feel like a pilot. The one thing that you get with pilots of. Especially comedy shows. Excuse me, Windy Pops. It's picking all come-
1: in, Picking <laughs> your nose and burping. <laughs> the, the way we mean to go on, indeed. Bodily functions. Oh do Just
0: hope it doesn't come out the other end, and we'll be all right. Well, no. I'm going for the hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that that? I, I'm I'm thinking mainly about things like like the U.S. Office. Uh, pilot. Yeah,
1: because the first episode of that is weak.
0: Well, it's because it's a it's a literally a shot for mm. shot, word for word remake of the original first yeah. episode of The Office. This, on the other hand, is a little mini classic all by itself. Yeah,
1: it, well, it, it hits the ground running, doesn't it? So it's straight in, and it's yeah. I think it well, also we'd call it, it a pilot, but yeah. I don't think it is. Well, it's, like, it's, it's just the first episode. It's isn't
0: episode it? one, and it's called Scarecrow. Now. I'm not going to do this for every one of these episodes but I'm going to read the text that starts every episode. Um I'm going to read it today. Yeah. Only today because you are a special you are a special guest in the shed. Boing. It's really, this hasn't started very well, I'm telling you. I've picked my nose, I've burped, I've smacked the microphone. And you
1: insulted me. And I've insulted <laughs> you. Well, that
0: is not so bad. But let's not go down that no. road now. We don't want emails. <laughs> no. OK, so this is what is said uh, over a lovely picture of a picturesque field, I think with a with a tractor mowing... The tractor's mow. Well, it's a Cotswold scene. It's a Cotswold Cotswold scene. It's a Cotswold scene. It's a Cotswold scene. Okay. In rural Britain today, studies have shown that people, young people, feel more marginalised than ever. (laughs) To explore this problem, the BBC spent six months filming with some young people in a typical Cotswold village.
1: So it starts the ground
0: running as a documentary. It's as a documentary. And this is the thing. Now, I've watched... All of the series, probably three or four times, mm. but I've watched episode one, more. and spe- yeah, but well, I've watched lots of bits because when I'm getting the quote of the day, I'm always like dipping into yeah. each, each episode. The one thing that strikes me, and the more and more you watch something, although this is what I do, the more and more I watch something, I when I've got used to what they're saying, I tend to watch the people that aren't talking. Mm. that to me is the sign of acting. Yeah, yeah. Because if if we've ever tried to do acting or whatever, and I know that I would love to try and be better at this, you're waiting for the other person to finish what they're saying. Yeah. So you're sort of going... and You're reading their lines in their head to get the... Instead of, and if you look at, especially this episode, we were saying just before we went on air that you look at some of the faces that Daisy pulls, Mm -hmm. and this is the highest... Uh, a sort of honour and highest compliment I could give. They are Laurel and Hardy-esque. Yeah. Some of the some of the, the, the deadpan looks that she gives to camera. Yeah,
1: and those sort of wry grins or smirks, I yeah. would say, more than a grin. And it's it, almost,
0: she... and, and and Daisy, please don't take this the wrong way, like, simple looks yes. sometimes. You not, know, not simple as in it's a simple, but as in she looks a little bit simple because she's sort of, she has that sort of almost smug look bacon. on her face. It's, it's almost vacant, yeah. isn't it? But that, like I said, they're very... Especially when they look to camera, they remind me a lot of Laurel and Hardy. Mm. Um, but anyway, the the episode starts with Carrie and Curtin in the bus shelter explaining where they saw Lawrence,
1: Llewellyn Bowen. Um... No, we must just say this is filmed in North Leach, which is probably what about eight miles away from siren, Yeah, Sister. yeah, sort of that far. You know, uh, it's probably a bit smaller than Sierra Sister itself. No,
0: it's not actually mentioned in the ep- in the series. where no, it's not. where it is. No, they just say no, Cotswold village. Don't it, it does,
1: but we know that it's um, North Leach. So it's quite funny for me. I mean, I probably know it a little bit better than you in in my other life. Um, just seeing the locations and thinking, Oh, there it is, there it is. And that, just that bus stop, and it has the um, granny basher, <laughs> a bit of graffiti on there. It always makes me chuckle. So, uh, obviously, they're, they're
0: setting up the fact, and uh, I can't see for life of me why someone like Lawrence, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen wouldn't be in a future episode, or if they did a Christmas special, yeah. that he would, you know, now that it's got a little bit bigger. They're obviously doing it, now, are they are they doing it, Using Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen as a joke?
1: No, I think or... what it is, he's a, he's a, it's the same as... We get the reaction. We live, basically, where this is set. So in our local supermarkets, whichever it may be, when we see Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen quite often. And you will always hear around you, there's yeah. Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. So it is that sort of celebrity thing, isn't it? It's their version of their celebrity spotting. And they, they genuinely look like that they... They,
0: they love the fact that yeah. they, they, they love him they they do like him mm. because they've been very very um gracious gracious yeah. you know he's he's so humble um and like and curtain is stressing to him when will we see you back back on our streets and it's not like he's saying it in a piss take kind of way he's genuinely you know oh you've been off the street they feel long. they know him that's yeah. the thing that's, yeah.
1: that's what's the uh, the funny thing
0: okay so that then goes into the intro into Kerry and Curtain uh, outside Kerry's house uh, and this is the whole the one thing that struck me again doing this working out the, the notes and looking at the scenes is like each individual scene is almost like a little sketch yeah. amongst itself it is it's not a sketch show but it could almost be
1: a sketch I know what show. you mean. It's got that sort of um, set up like a sketch, isn't it? You're it, waiting for the payoff and yeah, the joke. Yeah, it,
0: it could. It, it's, it's, if you look at it, if you strip it right back down, it's almost like a cross between The Office and Little Britain. Mm. Mm. Because Little Britain, there are people you go, I know somebody like that, yeah. or you know, Vicky Pollard. You think, well, that's sort of like every teenage pregnant mum. Yeah, Bristolian <laughs> or whatever. It's almost like that. So this this particular scene, if you like, it's just a, it's just a great bit of writing mm. because they're taking something as banal as bounties, and again, it's it's totally believable because you know that if you, I mean, we we're, we're not far away from Christmas now, so people probably still have a bowl on their dining table or in their living room. And at the bottom is all of the sweets
1: that nobody likes. Yeah, whichever it may be. And, yes, that is just an observation that happens, isn't it? There's always those chocolates. I mean, I love my food, yet I have a chocolate that I always leave. Which one's that? Um, I'm trying to think what it it is now. I don't like ones with nuts in. So if I get, like, a... A box of whichever, selection box. You'll always find the ones I don't like are left in there, and I don't even eat them. They're left for whoever comes around. Check a chocolate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I know next time, well, I'll say next time I go to your house. I've never been invited to your house. You're always invited. Well, that's fine. You
1: can move in if you want. That's
0: fine. You're invited the next time you you come to the shed as a guest. (laughs) 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 I can't believe I did that. Um, And one thing I put on here is that Daisy's face, and this is like I said earlier on, and runs through the whole thing, it's the the natural sort of look on Daisy's face and the look of, you know, that's my mate, but that's mm. also my cousin, and it's sort of very very, not a smug look, that's not the right word, but she's very... Proud, like proud, it's, it's proud. Proud, and the fact that, you know, he'll eat all these bites, even though he doesn't like them, and the fact that he says, he said I like the underdog. Yeah, Are I this... feel
1: sorry for him. <laughs> sorry. It's a great, great line. And then we're introduced to Reverend Francis Seton, now this is uh, what I said. We had the joys of um, chatting to Paul Chahidi, and he's such a wonderful guest. Anyway, but how how much like a vicar that we probably w- w- have experienced around here? He comes across really convincing as a vicar.
0: I mean, I suppose one of the uh, uh, for a show like this, casting is vitally important, mm. and it's one of those things. Even even six episodes, one series in, you couldn't think of anybody else that would be be
1: right for that no. particular character but and... he, the believable isn't it, it you, It's hard to think of him not as a vicar i know we've had like i said we've had the joys of in, uh, of chatting to him about the role but when you watch it he's a vicar mm you can't think of him as anything else. And I love I love his attitude towards the kids, mm. uh, especially
0: in this bit he's saying about how he... He said, oh, he, he loves the kids. He said, the we've F-ing had a bit of Jeffing. problem with the f and jeff Um He said, you know, we've been really good over the last couple of years. He said, although in the last week or so, he said there was no F-words, he said, but there was a couple of C-words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he genuinely, he genuinely cares... For the kids Which I think is lovely um, We get a few shots Of Scarecrows And then uh, Curtin explains The Scarecrow Festival um, And we see Curtin Sort of Wandering about The festival Getting ready Talking about The public voting Excuse me um, And uh, That's when Kerry is sort of Taking an interest uh, and then she sort of turns around and says, well, I I don't really care well, about anything. Well, when she gets
1: it wrong about the rules, isn't it? Yeah. And she goes and sits on the step, and it's, that's another bit where she's just vacant in the background.
0: But you can tell that Curtin is something... I mean, obviously, he's a, a teenage kid that doesn't give a shit about anything, but this is something that he really cares mm. about. He doesn't just gets care about it. It's a passion for it? It's a passion it? for it. So when somebody else disses it, he doesn't want to know. And no. obviously, Kerry is trying to be nonchalant about it um and then when he turns to her and says you know ah yeah but if you get the pic- picture on the front of the gazette then you won't be like you know you and see you see she sort of sort of oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good and then when he says that if i win it's a, 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 a hot balloon ride for two i'm not taking you i'm taking my gran. <laughs> it's it's i'm gonna keep going back to the it's the natural it's the natural
1: thing it is it is it is exactly that mm. it is exactly that and it's the sort of conversation that, I mean, you hear around, isn't it? It's, whether you live in the country, whether you live anywhere. It's the, if you see two friends, it's that sort of conversation. It's that banter or, you know, the, the 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 rivalry between each other, even though they're best of friends. You you sort of hear it day in, day out. If,
0: but it's, it's also the thing that is, and I don't want to get too heavy about it, no. but if you look at the fact that you've got two teenagers, or whatever age they're supposed to be, in a not a dead end village, but you know, in a typical village where not a what, lot goes what, on. what have they got to look forward to? What are they obviously things like school and college and stuff, which obviously going further into the, the episodes becomes a bit relevant. Mm. Something like a scarecrow festival is what they hang on to, well, is what they want I mean, they want to do.
1: You have the village fates around here and they become a big thing, you know, like the duck race. And yep. It's that sort of thing, isn't it? Where the whole village come out and it becomes a huge event mm. even though every year is exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same layer and you might you know, you're almost in a time warp that, a time loop that everything is exactly the same and that's what always makes me chuckle when I go to these events. I think, Well, I was here. Well, it could have been last year. It could have been ten years ago, but yeah. it looks exactly the same exactly. to me. So then we're we
0: in Kerry's uh, living room, uh, and this was one of the sort of the iconic sort of moments. Well, from this is the, the sound first... bites. This isn't was it, yeah from
1: the first sound bites that we heard. On this is the when trailer. Kerry s-
0: starts setting up the, the 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 thing that she is like a a marked a
1: hard person.
0: Woman, yeah. yeah, she she's like the hard woman of the whole village and that she's got enemies in North Cerny and South Cerny and Cernywick. Cerny always
1: makes me laugh, which is a house. Ha- if you know it, Cernywick is the smallest <laughs> place in the world. Literally about ten houses.
0: Yeah, and Borton-on-the-Water is, is one of the the most placid sort well, of... Well, it's,
1: it's the tourist place. It's yeah. full of cafes and tourists, and that's yeah. what it is. It's the and model villages and, yeah, and
0: birdlands and stuff like that. Quintessential
1: so. um, Tourist destination, isn't it? Yeah. Cotswold Village.
0: The fact that any tea shop in bourton on the Water would have a panic, panic button. A a a <laughs> <one>. but, <laughs> it's, um... but again, I mean, that for somebody that lives up north, isn't they're not going to relate to the fact that you know those names are such. No, searching.
1: exactly. But I would but it's, say
0: it's, it's a story device. That's the thing, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, and it's also quite relevant because people see these sort of. Villages, And it doesn't necessarily have to be the Cotswolds. I suppose it could be up north in, mm. the, in the Dales or wherever and and places like that where when people go and visit them, they will see the tourist things, like you're born on the water, the tea rooms and all of that. But at the back of all of this, there are these villages and these disconnected teenagers that become quite antisocial. Mm. I, I mean, I've seen it and we've, we've probably all experienced it. And they become bored and there's... um trouble happens, and that's what it's... I don't want to say it's, it's highlighting rather than taking the piss, so it's highlighting that there is those issues. Which well, is... I think that is one
0: of the things about good comedy, mm. is that if you strip down the comedy, there is always tragic figures Yeah, as, as the main people. If you look, at, you look at every classic British comedy main person, Del Boy, or Basil Fawlty, or Alan mm. Partridge, they're all sort of... They're either disillusioned dreamers who are never going to get their their dreams fulfilled, or they're these broken people that are just are never going to be fixed.
1: No, that's right. So
0: it's it's that thing that about that I think that's what is the genius about this show is that they've they've taken those characteristics but put it in a different way, mm. which is very hard to do these days because yeah. people just tend to just put do the same thing over and over again. Anyway. Uh, Kerry then walk, is walking through the village uh, and talking about confrontations, uh, we then have Kerry's mum now this
1: is, uh, this is a standout I mean, I, I hate to say, I can't believe what you thought on this, you, if you listened to Nibsy's last week's episode and uh, you said it to me and I was like you didn't know I mean, I don't know whether you wanted a spoiler, it's not a spoiler is no, it no. I don't,
0: it's, it's out in the domain well yeah,
1: you can even see it, like Nibsy said, there is that, you know, there's, it's all out there.
0: Yeah. So, so apologies if nobody knows, but and 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 I don't want to say spoilers. Whether you don't know, I don't know whether it's a, it's not a big thing. But now I can hear it. Now I can hear that that's Daisy doing uh, Kerry's mum. Mm. But at the time, it's like true, I say, yeah. we were we were at the point where we were contacting Paul, who plays Martin Mucklow and you... asking, <laughs> yeah, I was I asking if it, asking if it's possible that we can have Ivy Woodcock on <laughs> as a guest. <laughs> I mean what I would have loved is if if Paul had said to Daisy they just phone him up as as Ivy and mm. I mean look we might even do that we might even be able to get to do that one day yeah. mightn't we but yeah so um we get Kerry talking about uh, so Kerry's mum uh, Sue is this it? is
1: probably one of, this is when I first watched this this little sequence Belly made me belly laugh it's the computers for schools vouchers. you granda but Grumps. I don't yeah I don't go to school anymore <laughs> <laughs> Where's he getting these pages from? Oh, I just
0: continued them like two years ago. It just really made me chuckle. Yeah, so that is just a, that's a great uh, introduction to that character. Uh, then we get introduced to another character. Kerry and Curtin are talking about. I think they're just sort of, like talking about stuff. And all of a sudden, Slugs is walking down the, the street, and the way he walks, <laughs> With his big puffer and and the whole laser quest thing, and obviously. When Kerry says uh, you know I, I should feel sorry for him, he got terminal oh, cancer, <laughs> he said. But just because he's part you know we're part of a, a a bucket list, it don't mean he needs to bring us into it. Um, and then cut straight to it's one of those classic cuts where then all of a sudden he's there, telling him about his fifteen yeah. pounds. and uh, really boring and Slegzy um, doing it only the way that Slegzy can do it. He is he is like a.
1: Um, He's playing himself. But he is like an
0: impersonation waiting to happen. You can imagine somebody coming up with an impersonation of him... Mm. Because I think he could be quite easy to impersonate, yeah. but that's a great introduction again. Uh, and then we get introduced again to another character just before oh, talking
1: to Slugs. There's a great moment there is when they get called in by their mum. Uh, Carrie's mum is shouting at, her. well, she's not, but they pretend that. Oh, that's my mum. We've got to go in and run in. It's the way Slugs has just stood there <laughs> as if he really doesn't know what to do. Shall I move? Yeah. Shall I not? And he's just stood and he just there. looks at the camera. Yeah, that is a that is a great mm. comment. I know it's used quite a lot that sort of comment. Moment, but it's if it's done well, it's really funny, and that, yeah. that's done well. Uh, then we get introduced to
0: Martin, so Kerry and Curtis uh, yeah, are, are going.
1: Moving straight away, you've got a little bit of a yeah. They go into to the uh,
0: they go into the Scarecrow Festival, and uh, Kerry notices uh, her dad over the other side of the road with a couple of kids, one kid in a pushchair, one He's, kid, yeah. Um, and goes over to sort of say, oh, your Dad. I haven't seen you for a while," and you can tell that there isn't a relationship. Well, it's
1: that bit, doesn't he? She says to him, "Can I come and see you?" And he just goes, "Nah." Yeah, and it's so blunt. I mean, he has to think about it. He goes, "Uh." Nah. yeah. <laughs> so he sort of has a, a little thing about it. Which is sort of amusing, but it's quite... It's, it's quite... It is sad. It's cause quite, she... Yeah, because she goes back to Curtin, and the way she talks to Curtin is like, I've to ask my dad over there, and she's so proud of him. Yeah. Yeah, he can't be bothered with her. But
0: then he, she makes the, the bullshit up of, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. he said I can go over, but I probably won't have time. Yeah, know, yeah. To try and save a little bit of face. So we go to the Scarecrow Festival, and this is when um, Kerry and Curtin uh jump on the vicar basically yep. uh he's there having a little chat and <laughs> i love <laughs> it's a great little moment that paul uh, chahidi does uh when they're both saying you know you love us vicar don't you yeah you love us and he's going he's all cheers and happy', oh, yeah 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 and then um, Curt, Curtin says, "Oh, I, we got pissed in me, and I got my stomach pumped." And he went, oh, no, actually, that was quite very. That was very serious.
1: Actually, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> just a yeah. perfect bit of just like the, the way that it turns. He's one minute being very happy, and next minute, no, no, that was actually very serious." Curtin, we, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. And then they talk about midsummer murders Which and about spotting. oh, and he loves golf. He loves golf, doesn't he? You love us, don't you, vicar? Um, that's a lovely little scene. Um, then we get various scenes of the festival with uh, a pancast pal. We do, Mr. Phil James. Mr.
1: Phil James, there as the he was the king, wouldn't he? Yeah, something? he's just the king in like the amateur dramatics bit that they're doing about the festival. He has like you can hear him saying about the scarecrow festival. Yeah, but the problem is, whenever I see him, you'll have to listen back to his podcast. Be warned, not safe for work. But no, definitely just not. All, all I ever think of is Biffins Bridge, <laughs> and uh, it's nothing yeah. to do with that series, but. Fell, you'll forever be known as Biffin's Bridge.
0: Indeed. Uh, and then Curtin takes us around the Scarecrow Festival yeah, and t- gives us his little lowdown on the other Scarecrows. And there are some fantastic one-liners in there. I didn't write them all down. Um... He's, like, looking at one and he's going, well, I'm just not feeling
1: anything. No, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, that's not even a scarecrow. It's got no hay in it. Yeah, and, uh, it's just a rag on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fantastic line. And, well, that ain't done well because you haven't put any effort into the hands. Yeah. But then if you look at the curtain scarecrow, he hasn't even got any yeah. hands. It's a, it's a great, yeah, great little scene, that is. Um, but it's got a comedy moment in it as well. You're probably going to mention it is uh, Len. Absolutely. We meet Len, don't we? We meet Len. And his scarecrow <laughs> is full of skulls. He's got the <laughs> longest neck in the world. And a big tuft of ginger yeah, hair on the top. Just, yeah, uh...
0: That's a great one. Um, then Curtain and the Dalek. So... so... Curtin has been given the wrong pitch or the pitch yeah. that he thought he had which has been taken over have, yeah. by what is one of the most awesome scarecrows you'll ever see of a Dalek. So there's a guy inside the Dalek costume going, exterminate, exterminate, and the crowds are loving it. Well, Kerry's loving Kerry's it. Kerry's loving it, but obviously Curtin is... Pissed. He's very pissed off. So he ends up going to see the vicar and, uh, and it's just loads of effing and jeffing, which obviously um, Reverend Francis tells him to lesser the effing and jeffing, please. And it's one of those. It's one of those classic comedy cuts. Yeah, here. I'm not going. I'm not going there. I'm not going. I'm not going down the Trowley Bottom, Bottom Farm. Farm. Cut to him at Trandy Bottom <laughs> Farm. I love those kind of cuts. It's very Monty Python. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That kind of cut. Very Monty Python. Um, and then he's obviously at Trandy Bottom Farm and uh, Kerry then said, tells the story that Curtin's always like this every year, uh, and one year he stole 500 pounds from his gran.
1: Oh, yeah, to raise the most money. To, to raise he's the most so money. And
0: because of that, gran couldn't get her teeth fixed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.
0: And then another scene after that, um, obviously Curtin is very dejected. Uh, down at Trowley Bottom Farm, Kerry comes from wherever the... Uh, Scarecrow Festival was very it's buzzing, happy. Up oh, he's buzzing up there and he shows she shows Kerry uh, Curtin some photos on her phone and I love the fact I've that heard he, the and he's taken into. he's going yeah oh yeah yeah really oh yeah that sounds great yeah really and she gives him the it's phone good... and says swipe and have a look <laughs> and he grabs it and throws it over the hedge and um <coughs> and then that's when uh, when Kerry uh, just calls him a dickhead Actually, that's where we get the the title of the podcast because she says it three times, What
1: the actual fuck? Yeah, that's the first you hear of it. And that really made me chuckle because you've heard what the fuck and what the and all that, but what the actual fuck? I
0: think she says it about three times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Curtin then decides that he's going to play a little bit dirty. So he takes uh, June's little minion scarecrow, (laughs) hides it between two two bales, and sticks his. uh, his scarecrow up on there. Look at me! That's <laughs> <laughs>
1: the way he does that. Look at me! Yeah.
0: Uh, so he starts drumming up votes and he he whispers to the Dalek, he says, you're, you're a fucking end." <laughs> yeah. He's he's going to beat him up and that's what he says. Um, and Kerry's in the field searching for a phone, uh, obviously calling Curtin all the names under the sun. Uh, the vicar then...
1: Once again, talks to Curtin. And he accuses... Um, whoever, I can't remember his name now. We've just seen it, but I he's in the dialect. Yeah. <laughs> You've been swearing at the Dalek, you and know, that's inappropriate. And he says, but he, I caught him stealing the charity money. I <laughs> I think I'm entitled to steal it. And then, yeah, Reverend Francis says, well, look, if if you're lying,
0: that's very serious. But if he has stole the money, that's very serious as well, and we'll have to call the police. And so he's calling his bluff, mm. uh, and then obviously... Curtin has to, has to bail on it doesn't he <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get a, a piece to camera where um, Curtin says would well, June stitch me right up here and uh, I think June is the same one that he has a run in with when Kerry take, does that business I think uh, I think so I think yeah, so. Yeah. I, may, maybe we'll have a good watch so then Kerry finds the phone and uh, because her mum is phoning to say that they've been plumbed yeah and uh, obviously you don't know that at the time. All you get is Kerry saying, What mum, what's wrong? Why are you crying? and then The bastards. <laughs> so she rushes home and there are plums everywhere. There's plums all over the place. There isn't a place that hasn't been plumbed. Plums, yeah. So that again is one of the I think one of those iconic line moments. That's that's a t shirt. Yeah. I I've been plumbed. Is a, is a T-shirt, without a doubt. Uh, Curtin decides that if he's, he's going to be at Trouty Bottom Farm, he's going to make the most of it, so he's giving away free potatoes. <laughs> <It's> entrepreneurship. <laughs> well, you, you know, I mean, they're, only, they're, they're, they're growing in the ground, so they've mm. got to be free, are not they? Uh, but the policeman obviously um, catches up with him. This and not only terrible. is it
1: free potatoes... But he's managed to uh, set a pig for two hundred quid. <laughs> no, he just gave me two hundred quid, and the pig managed to follow him. Yeah. What into the back of his Land Rover? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
0: So, uh, right, so Kerry now decides uh, that he she wants a bit of trouble with the guys from Quennington, mm. or the the gang from Quennington. The five guys from Quennington. So, um, uh, so her and her lads, Big Mac and fries. <laughs> um, so the rest of Kerry's mates. I couldn't work out the names of the other ones. I know that one of them's Levi. Yeah, that's the only one I, I um, remember. Yeah, so, um, but Curtin was basically saying that she likes to have these friends around her or mates around her because they're all year seven or something, I think it was. Yeah, they're all a lot <laughs> they're younger. They're all a lot younger and he thinks that's a bit weird, I think that, which, which is a bit weird. Um... We get an official complaint from Mr Jenkins, the farmer. Right. and uh, <laughs> It's the way Curtin speaks to him. <laughs>
1: Jenkins!
0: <laughs> yeah, this is... And not not just that, but no, he, he, he says to the, the vicar, he said, I'll deck you too, son. Yeah. He, so he has a real go. And this is another one of those moments that's very... Not bittersweet, it's just it's bitter. You feel Curtin's pain and frustration because oh. it's something that he really wants to do. There's not many things I can imagine in his life that he no. really wants to do. And he's being shafted. Oh, I've done it again. Yeah. Get <laughs> in the fucking microphone. He's being shafted from all ends, isn't he? So it's it's really, I really feel sorry for him because it's somebody that finds something he wants to do and he's not being able to do it. Mm. And uh, he ends up going off in a huff um, and basically telling the, the whole village that they can go fuck themselves, yeah. basically. Uh, so we go back to Kerry and the lads. Uh, they're just walking down the street. Getting ready for the big rumble. Yeah, the three o'clock fight. The three o'clock fight at the uh, playground. Uh, and it's then that Vicar finds out that actually Curtin did have the right pitch. And uh, I forgot, the, the, I didn't make a note of the lady's name, but she'd uh, written it on the back of the form mm. or something. Uh, so she, so he was trying to find Curtin. So it's one of those things where it, it could all be perfect. It could all work out wonderfully, but in good Comedy, sitcom, style it, it's not going to end up in a, in a good way. Slugs comes round and uh, tells Kerry that actually it's Levi that has... Well, they, uh,
1: found, they found the perpetrator of the plumbing, yeah, and it's Levi. And it's Levi, and no, the that reason she... that, she did, that he did way, it... Well, she goes, no, it isn't. <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah,
0: it was to make you look dangerous in front of the TV, people. And then, obviously, then, Kerry is banged to rights as such, and... Uh, tells Levi that his face paint is stupid and everybody thinks so, uh, and off she goes, dejected, um, betrayed by her
1: whole yeah. group. She genuinely looks really sad. I know. And displaced, doesn't she? Yeah. That those little kids The kids. <laughs> ...have grasped her up. The kids have done her,
0: yeah. Uh, and then we go to the vicar announcing that uh, they've raised 342 for the
1: William Weston Foundation. Now, yeah, if anybody knows Daisy... We'll know who William Weston is. Indeed, should we give that a fascinating fact?
0: I'm sure we can. Yeah, that's uh, Daisy's other, other half. half. Yeah. So there you go. I thought it was a nice little. It nice is a little lovely little text. twist, and 342 pounds—that's not bad for yeah. a day's work. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but the vicar also announced that he was going to introduce a brand new category for best effort for curtain. Mm and uh, and then as he's doing it and i love these kind of moments where they're in the back they're you not just sitting in the background yeah, shirtless it's just it's not even being followed by the camera it's just background you just if you catch it you catch it he's shirtless holding on to a flaming torch. <laughs> torch and again fade to black and another perfect comedy cut We then have, it fades back up and then all of the scarecrows are on fire (laughs) and poor old Reverend Francis is just shouting, water, water. It's the fact
1: that when you watch it, he throws the first bucket and it goes nowhere near the (laughs) Well, I don't think it's
0: even a bucket, is it? It's sort of like a glass that June, and he's going, June, get me more water. Um, And has anybody called the fire brigade? (laughs) Yeah. And then it finishes with the lads plumbing Kerry's house. Yeah, you hear
1: the thud, thud, thud at the window, and they're all down there, and they still have it. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: she's just now just accepting of it and just letting them get on with it. But Curtin's proud of being on the front of the Gazette, which is what he wanted all along. Thug, Thug brings uh, abrupt end to Scarecrow Festival, <laughs> um, but he does say that because um, she says, "Oh, you were right about it." He said, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "Because there's a there's a, is it a fruit and veg. No, it's a
1: vegetable uh, vegetable uh, show, and I've got a runner bean the size <laughs> of a scarf laid out." <laughs> And you said I'm going to fuck it up, fuck that festival up, it's as dry. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to finish a first episode. No, it's a great first episode, it really is. That's what I said, It's. it's it, you can always count how good an episode is on the number of laughs. And like you said, you've got all those scenes, and each scene has definitely got a belly laugh in each one. Um, now, I understand that comedy is subjective and not everybody's going to like it, but I don't think I've met anybody that dislikes this show. No. Genuinely, I there, there
0: are two types of people. There's people that love the show and there's people that don't know what the show is. Exactly. So our job is to make the first one more than the second mm. one. And I think that's going to happen. I think that's going to naturally happen when the second series comes yeah. out. Because people then are going to maybe
1: catch one of them and then want to watch and then binge watch it. Like, like... I just hope, I mean, it's obviously going to come out on BBC Three again. I just hope with the second series that it doesn't get that after match of the day, which is quite good for the people coming home from the pub mm. and watch it. It deserves a bit of an earlier time slot. I think It so. really does. Yeah, I think so. So that's it for episode one
0: of, uh, of this one. It's episode one of this series. Yeah. This is episode nine of. Um, what Yeah, the this is effect. our run through. We're going to be doing this uh, every week now. We're going to up until the the run in for <clears throat> the brand new
1: series. And with the news that broke last week, that were uh, the big night, the big reveal, the uh, the presentation of the first two episodes. Oh, it's going to be fun, isn't it? It's going to be a so lot much to look fun. forward to. Hopefully, we'll you've
0: love- all because uh, by the time this goes out. The yeah. closing date would have gone for that. So anybody that is interested, hope you've uh, applied for your Absolutely. tickets and we you hope you're one of the lucky people that will come and join us. But
1: we, we will be doing podcasts from
0: there. We will. We'll probably even do some little Facebook Lives maybe and things like that if we're allowed. Yeah, you know, whatever. we've got to be careful, haven't we? Yeah. We've got
1: to work out what we're allowed to do and what we aren't allowed yeah. to do.
0: But that's it. So uh, come and uh, subscribe, subscribe. Yes, to the podcast. Uh, come and leave us a review and rating on iTunes. We're also on Mixcloud if you don't do the old Apple thing. And
1: remember, you can email us and, and yes. talk to us.
0: W-T-A-F, this country at hotmail.com. And uh, if you want to look at all the other stuff that we do, we're on pancast.co.uk. And come and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at WTAF this country so that's it thank you very much for joining me Neil. yeah I'm, I'm, it's
1: a pleasure <laughs> to be a, a guest
0: tonight it's a pleasure to have you oh so there you go <laughs> thank well, you very much go and get plum, dickheads scarecrow festival is like the most important day of the year
1: what daft cow this is just ridiculous What's what
0: the actual fuck. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything Podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, Pick a subject, then bring our own top tens to the pod. Yes. It could be top ten scary movies, top ten swear words, top ten breakfast foods, anything. Ooh, you
1: saucy devil.
0: Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The top ten of anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown.
1: Phenomenal.